Hebron, Israel The fat man's skin glistened in the noonday sun. Dirty children ran around him, some kicking a ball, others darting up to the merchant stands, fingering through trinkets until the bearded owners shooed them away. All around the fat man came the sounds of honking cars, children's playful screams, and men calling out for buyers to purchase their wares. The fat man was burning up in his long-sleeved shirt and khaki pants, but better to suffer the burning temperature than have his pinkish-white skin fry under the oppressive rays of the sun. He removed his hat and mopped his brow with his sleeve, then continued his shopping expedition. As he passed by the street vendors, his eyes caught one particular object being peddled by a thin, wrinkled man. He walked to the booth and picked up a piece of parchment, worn in the weather of time. The ancient Hebrew text was remarkably well-preserved. As he glanced over the parchment, he interpreted some of the words he knew from his limited vocabulary. King David, mighty strength, and Lord's protector. The symbol he saw at the bottom sent chills through his overheated body. The fat man forgot his discomfort as well as his shopping errand as he fumbled with his cell phone. The old man behind the merchandise asked, You like? Fifty dollar! The fat man held up one pudgy finger, prompting the old man to wait. When the call connected, the fat man could hardly control his excitement. Doctor, I may have found it. Yes, yes, please, come quickly. There may be more here. The fat man gave directions and then disconnected the call. His eyes darted from left to right as he found a seat in the shade of the thatch-covered booth. His hands clung to the parchment. Fifty dollars! Very odd! Very valuable! Fifty dollars! The fat man smiled, nodded, and held up one finger. His hands trembled as he scanned the parchment. Behind him, the old merchant shouted and a twelve-year-old boy came running. The old man leaned down and whispered into his ear. The boy nodded and ran off into the crowd of shoppers. The fat man looked at the old merchant, who returned his gaze with a smile. He turned to see the boy run up to an armed Palestinian soldier and gesture wildly with animated hands. The soldier looked at the fat man and then took out a radio and spoke into it. The fat man began to perspire more. He glanced at his watch, then down to his cell phone. Come on, doctor! Hurry up! Two more soldiers joined the other, and the three stood there staring at him. Behind, he saw a cloud of dust rising in the air and made out the doctor's black sedan racing towards him. He slumped in his chair and exhaled a pent-up sigh. A few minutes later, the sedan pulled to a screeching halt. Dr. Michael Saif flew from the driver's door. He was the complete opposite of the fat man. Slender, tall, and he had a rich, deep color that betrayed the hours he spent working in the sun. The only physical trait the two men shared was their thick, black, curly hair. Michael left the car door open in his haste and ran up to the fat man. Kaleeb! What did you find? Kaleeb extended his hand and gave Michael the parchment. The doctor read it with lightning-quick expertise and smiled. This is it, my friend! Yahweh must have led you to it! He reached over and patted Kaleeb on the shoulder. Fifty dollars! Very rare! Michael looked at the old merchant and smiled. I'll give you twenty. After haggling back and forth a few times, they agreed on thirty-five American dollars. As Michael reached into his pocket for his wallet, he heard a hissing crack and felt something flick onto his face. He turned to the wooden post next to him and rubbed his fingers over the hole. 
He spun around to Kalib. Quickly, get in the car! His words lodged in his throat. Kalib was slumped in his chair, staring at him with wide eyes and blood from the bullet hole in his forehead running down his face. Michael froze. No! he whispered. Another bullet whistled past him, waking him from his trance. He thrust the parsman into his pocket and ran towards his car. A spray of bullets from a machine gun cut off his path, forcing him to dart into the throng of people doing their daily shopping. The machine gun sent panicked people screaming and running in all directions. Michael turned to see his assailants, but the chaotic crowd made it impossible. He heard another stuttering crack of gunfire and ran deeper into the crowd. At the far end of the row of merchants, he saw two men dressed in western suits point in his direction and began wading their way through the crowd. He turned only to find two more men brandishing guns and moving towards him. He removed his hat and wiped the sweat from his eyes, looking for any hope of escape. 